0: Sing to me, Shane. Oh Jesus Christ, let me just have a look. sing.
1: <laughs> What's the story, everyone? Shane here, and I'm Adam. And welcome to mutually watching anything, the podcast where we've nothing better to do than watch old movies or crap or whatever. And today we watch Green Lantern. Yeah. 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 So for the way we choose the movies on this podcast is, so what we do is, I chose five bad movies. And I
0: chose five bad movies.
1: And then I found this uh, fruit machine application online. And what we do is we shove the movies in there and we spin the wheel. And then I get sad when something really bad comes up. And then I send you the video on Facebook.
0: It's cruel. It's very cruel.
1: So we've got some other choices in there at the moment, like, what... Uh, yeah,
0: we we wouldn't want to spoil would oh we? no
1: but if you have any suggestions of what you wanted to throw in the wheel not the room not at the room because we've seen the room but most things like anything really I'll throw it in the wheel just send a suggestion wherever you can twitter or not no we're on twitter at watch anything watch underscore anything yeah and then I think that's pretty much it just you know give us some feedback yeah there's know what you think Okay, so Green Lantern It's a 2011 American superhero film Based on the DC Comics character Same name Stars Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, no one cares It's I, I'm loving the energy, Shane Oh, you know, We are up late watching WrestleMania, mate So I'm fucking already dead But yeah. this movie, like I don't care about it I care about giving out about it I don't care about the movie yeah, Use the energy, get mad I'll try and get a bit mad This is not the Hulk, this is the other green guy <laughs> Mm. alright so this movie was the most generic superhero movie I think they took every single trope I could think of and they just
0: slammed them into one movie yeah it's like run of the mill everything you said pretty much
1: yeah combined with the run of the mill story combine that with awful CGI like the cast don't care yeah and like it's poorly written and everything But, you know, we'll soldier on Yeah Because I've got some complaining to do Yeah, we'll do it together Okie dokie So we started off You get the whole parallax history crap You know,
0: bad CGI planet Oh, here we go Yeah, yeah and Then you see his face Oh my god, that's like It's it's actually adorable <laughs> He's got these uh, pointy teeth And he just looks so like a snaggle tooth or something
1: when i first saw him i thought he looked like kind of shit you know mars attacks
0: oh yeah something like that yeah.
1: that's what i thought i'm like damn fucking hell what is this shit but then like you've got so and then you've got the big purple headed green lantern dude who his head just looks like it looks like a child drew it, or like you <laughs> know someone who's in their first week of animation class in college
0: uh, yeah it's just unsightly
1: yeah it's not good it's just so distracting But then, you know, the CGI sucks. But then we cut to Ryan Reynolds. And you know he's a cool dude because he's in bed with a hot
0: blonde. Oh, yeah. Casual sex. That's what he's about.
1: And then you know he's even cooler because he gets out and
0: he's listening to some generic rock music while driving in a muscle car. And then he almost crashes and he just says, asshole. We, the audience, are supposed to think, no, Ryan Reynolds, you're the asshole. (laughs) Yeah, so
1: then we get the whole thing where oh he's supposed he's late to work he's supposed to be piloting against some new drones that the government has been using because he's a fighter
0: pilot yeah and Blake Lively is giving out just going these drones are better than you faster than you and if I may say something incredibly contrived they they don't know a thing about disappointing women
1: does she say that?
0: yes oh, she does oh fucking
1: hell I don't remember that it's off yeah so he gets to this plane and you, and you see uh, taiko Waititi's in this movie I uh, marked out a little bit what I saw and I was like oh look at white Waititi and then I realised oh no why is he in this piece of shit movie go back to
0: like directing good movies yeah I have a quote from him in it he said something like they needed a part for someone who was I don't know not white <laughs> and not black and that was it
1: yeah I like his movies that he directs like Tour, What We Do in the Shadows Hunt for the Wilder People yeah they're weird New Zealand quirky shit
0: but here he's just Ryan Reynolds' buddy.
1: And he's just like... So he, he doesn't have his fucking like Kiwi accent. He's yeah. got this weird... Him trying to do an American accent. It's not the worst one I've ever heard. But it's not the greatest. So Ryan Reynolds is currently fighting in the sky with his mate against the two drones. Yeah. In a test simulation.
0: Then he has a horrible flashback to his father's oh, death.
1: Oh no, you gotta get to how he gets the flashback. So he first sacrifices his teammate so that he could get a better position. And then he does the scene from Iron Man 1 where he flies straight up and waits for the other person to stall.
0: Oh yeah, I was thinking that too, yeah. And was, um, There wasn't any freezing. Though. No, it
1: wasn't freezing, it was just general stalling. And then he's like, oh, I'm gonna go downwards. And he kills the two drones and that's when he had this dramatic,
0: dramatic scene. Yeah, I mean honestly... They could have fixed he could have fixed all his problems if he got like years of therapy
1: <laughs> yeah it probably would have been better but, like...
0: and then there would, but then there would be no movie but to that I say is that really such a bad thing
1: problem I have with it is why of all times is this the most I guess no he's a cocky son of a bitch why is he at this point having his traumatic thing when he's falling
0: well I think it's because I have a theory on oh this. okay well no I want to hear it, this the the start of the film we see him as a little kid and he sees his his father's plane almost immediately blow up in front of him. Yeah. And then it's like, you see him as a child and then it skips to when he's in his late twenties. So I think that's what actually happened to him. He skipped puberty in most of his twenties oh. and that's why he's such a man child.
1: Damn. I like that.
0: And so that's just so we can have an arc where he be starts as a man child and then becomes a less, teenager. <laughs> yes. Less of a man child. Yeah, so
1: he has his hash flashback. Oh, his dad blew up. He's also a pilot, and then oh, and then he gets back down, and they're like, "You just crashed a blah 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 fighter jet. That's worth millions, yeah. and you cost us this contract." And they're like, "You're fired." And he's like, "No, I quit." No, you're fired. <laughs> and he's like, "You know." And then Blake was like, "No, you're not fired. You're grounded." <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so fucking." Just man. to um,
0: stab in that he is a, tro- a man baby again yeah. and again
1: it's like, oh, it's got the double meaning. Just see what we did. He's grounded as in like a plane, but also like a child.
0: Ha, ha, ha. And he made, there was this guy in that scene as well named Bob. And because of Ryan Reynolds, he lost his job. And he just oh. goes like, watch your back, Ryan Reynolds. And he just goes, that's impossible, Bob.
1: So then we have the whole crash of a fucking spacecraft. The big purple dude from the start of the movie crashes on Earth. Yeah. And then the ring is like, and he's like, find somebody. And the ring goes flying off. It's
0: just like, he says something like, choose wisely.
1: (laughs) Why did he fucking pick this movie? (laughs) You should Mm -hmm. have chosen this movie. So like, the ring fucks off. And then you see Hal's at like a birthday party for his nephew.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and his brother is quite rightfully giving out to him because he almost died. But then he just kind of like, cocky arrogance in a way
1: but then Ryan Reynolds goes and visits his
0: one true friend in this world his nephew yeah and his nephew's just like you almost died today can you cheer me up <laughs> and he just and he just starts telling him a story about there was this funny looking bastard who had a home run in a baseball game and the nephew's just was like hey wait a minute Uncle Ryan I was that funny looking bastard and then you know he has a nice little moment cause when he goes like when I'm up in the sky flying my plane I believe there's good in the world and then that's when the ring chooses him but you can't forget the most important scene before he leaves the room he messes
1: with the Hot Wheels this will come into play later oh they actually they actually like He's actually messes with the Hot
0: Wheels on a loop gave like a clue to that oh or... yeah yeah we'll cut to that well that's that's top notch screenwriting right there
1: yeah so the big green ball of energy brings Hal to the beach yeah where Hal's like holy shit that's a
0: guy an alien of the spaceship Let's go save him. That's his first act of kindness in this whole movie. Yeah, you know, it's like, I don't actually mind this part so much. It's like, it's just like a silent bit. He doesn't say anything like, whoa, whoa, a spaceship. He just sees the alien limp over in the ship. It's like, okay, you know, it's, it's, it's poetry. It rhymes. It reminds me of his dad. So he goes over to save him and that's it. You know, simple.
1: And then the alien's like, take the ring, put it in the lantern, recite the oath. So, Ryan takes the... No, it's he calls Taika Waititi, doesn't he? Yeah. And then they... So, they call him. They have a little look. I think they move the body? I can't remember. Yeah,
0: Ryan Reynolds buries him. But then... Because it's like, he, he probably couldn't bury his dad because there wasn't much left.
1: But then they're like, oh, there's a helicopter in the sky. We've got to run. And there's like the most... They, they put so much drama and like there's really dramatic music into them driving away. But nobody's chasing them.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: nobody's chasing them, but they've got this dramatic like getaway scene. It, the, oh, and then you got, and then after that, you're like, okay, cuts to Oa,
0: the planet of the Green Lanterns. Oh yeah. Any of the, anything that happens in space, I'm just like zoned out.
1: So like, here's, so our Green Lantern lore is out of you know, next to nothing. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, I watched a review of Blackest Night comic once. I've read Blackest Night. I've read uh,
1: the Rebirth, the original Rebirth of Hal Jordan from like the I think it was like the eighties or nineties.
0: I know he went evil once. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, Parallax Inspector stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then I've also I read some uh, Grant Morrison Justice League, but that was Kyle Rayner. So I know I know of all the uh, I know the main bits of the Green Lantern lore. So I know about Oa, I know about all the other lanterns. But yeah, it's it's a lot of bollocks, but it can be good bollocks. Yeah. So when we go to Oa we find out about
0: I've got a quote here, the yellow power of fear. <laughs> yeah, anytime they say we need the power of fear to beat the parallax, and I'm just like, hmm
1: and then we go and cut to Amanda Waller, who once again is showing up in a DC movie. Amanda Waller. A bad one. Yeah. Like Amanda Waller. She's in so much shit. So she was in Arrow. She's in Suicide Squad. She's in like every animated like thing nowadays. She was just in fucking Batman Telltale we were playing the other day. But like no one ever seems to get her right.
0: Yeah. Like my impression is she's supposed to be like a kind of badass. Yeah.
1: Badass real bitch who won't like. She just does what she wants kind of stuff. Well, that never comes true. No. She's kind of a. She's kind of her own. Like she's a bit of a bitch to other people. <laughs> she's just like, oh, I'm a bit mean. Yeah. But uh, and we find out that they have the dead alien. She has the dead alien.
0: I thought it was Argus, but you said it's like the Illuminati or something. <laughs> yeah, whatever secret organization. Like they get um, Tim Robbins' son Hector from the beginning. They get him to look at the body, and it goes like, despite what conspiracy theor- theorists would have you believe, this is the first time we've come across an alien. Yeah, and then he hands her from his research a tape recorder with an eye and a triangle on it. Is is that Argus or is that just the Illuminati? I don't know
1: what Argus's uh, logo is.
0: I know in like DC Comics, mm. she, she works for Argus. So I'm just thinking, like, oh, real cute movie. First time you see an alien, but conspiracy theories, secret organizations, yada yada.
1: Uh, so this so then we get a scene which is, uh, Doctor Hammond. Trying to dissect and understand this body. Yeah. So what's Dr. Hammond's... She Is he the brother? Yeah. Or is he like the wannabe lover of Blake Lively? What's his deal? I can't remember.
0: There's just nothing to it, really. You just get a scene at the start where they're little kids and he seems to have like a crush on her. And then just skips like 20 years. And, and there's a point later on where he's kind of pervy towards her. Yeah, like there's just there's not enough depth any of these characters so like
1: hammond is simultaneously trying to uh dissect the body while hal is trying to figure out the ring so he's just like doing stuff like to infinity and beyond just like really cringe jokes did did you enjoy that no i fucking hated it like movie try and be a
0: bit more clever with your shitty references yeah it's just kind of like for the for the dr hector hammond I couldn't come up with which I preferred more when he's like touching where the alien was wounded. I couldn't come up with either fear shrapnel or fear residue. I didn't know which I preferred. That's just bad. So. And that's what infects him.
1: Yeah. So what happens then is while this is happening, we get the moment where as Hal touches the lantern and it glows and then he somehow knows the oath. That's never really understood. Is it just because the ring is activated because the ring knows everything and it kind of portrays it through?
0: Yeah, it speeds things up, which I appreciate. Yeah,
1: it doesn't. And then while that uh, parallax infects Dr. Hammond. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut to...
0: Who was also a man baby, by the way.
1: He was a man baby. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, that was not a good... Oh. All right, whatever. <laughs> cut to the bar.
0: Yes. And we get a quick shot of a picture of Ryan Reynolds' dad again. Just so you know that he's really shook up about this, that. This may be my least favorite joke in the movie. Where So, uh, Ryan Reynolds is
1: at the bar with Lake Lively. I don't... Oh, it's Carol... Oh, fuck. I want to say Danvers, not Danvers. I can't remember what the character's name is. Just go with Blake. No, I'll go with Carol. I know her name's Carol. We'll oh, go with Carol. All right. Um, that's going to annoy me now. I know her name. Uh, and she's at the bar, and she goes, like, Hal's, like, starting to be, like, a bit nicer to her. And she's like, what happened to you? Were you replaced by an alien?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of his whole deal with her for the whole thing. He's, he's afraid of commitment. Yeah. We get that a good few times. This is where you? we found out they had a previous relationship. And uh,
1: you get the kind of generic romance superhero crap. You know, you're fucking Peter Parker, Mary Jane, you're... Uh, Tony Stark, Pepper Potts, sort of deal. They're all slightly different, but they're all the exact same. Yeah. There's... Very few superhero uh female characters like
0: uh love
1: interests are they're that are interesting. Not, they're
0: not superheroes themselves. Yeah.
1: Like I'm trying to think of ones like one of the most entertaining ones is the male fucking love interest that I like in uh, Chris Pine in Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, that was that was decent. Yeah i like chris pine but i feel bad that the best fucking love interest is a man <laughs>
0: yeah that says something,
1: right? Uh actually no you're one um, emma stone was one of the actually only decent parts of the amazing spider-man
0: oh yeah i did like her and i did like their little uh, romance yeah and andrew garfield but the rest of the movies uh, oh yeah they're fucking awful all
1: right so then we get hal leaves the bar
0: oh yeah bob he's back he wants revenge <laughs>
1: Yeah, so Bob and a couple of other his mates start beating
0: the shit out of Hal at the back. Because they lost their jobs because of him.
1: Yeah, he's a bit of a dick. Why is he fucking...
0: I mean, they didn't have to beat him up, but no. he kind of deserves it. Yeah, and then we get the
1: accidental green arrow fist. Not yeah. green arrow,
0: green lantern fist. He says something like, hey, Bob, my face is just getting warmed up. Oh,
1: yeah. so it's every single line. So Ryan Reynolds is like charismatic normally. Like in the in Deadpool he is and then you see him on like Twitter and you see him in like real life in the interviews, he's a really charismatic fun guy.
0: He's like they just drain all
1: the charisma. It's
0: like he's If they just gave him something more to do than just be like a man baby who's who has one liners, you know? Man. And then Bob says something like, um you're just living in your father's reputation. Now, I know I, I can say what the movie probably meant, but literally don't. the only thing we know about Ryan Reynolds' dad is that he died in a horrible plane crash. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a great reputation. Well, he did fire, he did crash and burn Yeah. in the thing. So well, after he wins the fight because of big green energy fist, he's taken off to Oa, the big ball, and at this time, Parallax is like starting to properly infect Hammond. Yeah, so we get that scene of oh, big ball takes him into space, and then, then it cuts to Oa, and he's like
0: ninety five percent naked, floating. <laughs> yeah, we get some close ups of his chin, just again and again, and then like fetching briefs. You know, he looks good, but I don't get it. Like, what? Why did the, he? This is this is done so he can activate his um, Green Lantern suit and like the main powers or whatever. Yeah. Like, was that really necessary couldn't that just have been a part of his train and after well I guess it speeds things up it so. does
1: speed things up it needed to be this movie was what two hours long nearly Yeah, nearly two hours long yeah, you gotta nearly. get
0: to get the climax go go go
1: uh, so then we had the in my opinion the worst superhero costume ever oh yeah so I'm trying to think of worse superhero costumes than the Green Lantern CGI costume the I'm trying to think of bad ones Captain America in the Avengers had a horrible costume In the first one? In the first uh, Avenger movie, yeah. Like, it's, like, if you look at every other Captain America costume, it's decent. This one just looks cartoony and bad. Uh, I'm trying to think of other really bad ones. Uh, I don't know. There's there's some bad fucking... No, I think this is the worst. (laughs) I don't think I can think of a worse superhero costume. Maybe the real lettery X-Men stuff. Yeah, maybe the... That's some bad stuff, but it kind of fits the early 2000s. Yeah, well, it kind of just takes the color out of everything. Yeah, they're like, oh. I can't have that. But, so then we get... So, everything is CGI. Like, his mask is CGI, which makes all his facial expressions look really fucking creepy. Anytime he tries to smile, he kind of looks really like a serial killer. Because <laughs> <laughs> it just emphasizes everything. But then... We find out he's the first ever human lantern because humans are a new species, apparently. Like a young
0: species. Yeah, you know, it could be interesting, you know. First time humans interacting with aliens, the implications of that.
1: Yeah, yeah it's a good interesting thing, but they didn't do
0: it interestingly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, get They've, to... we might have gotten in the sequel, though. Oh, never. But forget about that. Yeah, never.
1: Uh, then we get the fish guy. I can't remember what his name is, but he's actually in the comics as well. I think he's voiced by Jeffrey Rush. Is he? Yeah. He's. I think he is the only character whose design I kind of liked. You bought that, yeah? I kind of liked it. I think it's because I know him from the comics. Like, But like,
0: Kilowog later, he looks fucking shit. Oh, yeah, the pig man. The pig man. Yeah, uh, it's good as well. Sorry to have to point this out, but this is what the film reduced me to. When um, Ryan Reynolds is flying with the Birdman through the city, there is definitely a, a building that looks like an erect penis. <laughs> I'm so sorry, that's what well, I was reduced
1: to. So, yeah, they're flying off where he's like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to fly. And then Ryan Reynolds falls and flies in the most generic cliche thing.
0: Yeah.
1: But then we see... Uh, oh, first off, the music in this movie was fucking awful.
0: Oh, I can't even remember. Man.
1: It was so, like... Like, this is Warner Brothers. They spent $200 million on this movie. You could have gotten at least one okay song.
0: Or a, maybe a Hans
1: Zimmer. <laughs> Yeah like Hans Zimmer they've got him on fucking retainer at this stage. I think they they they, they hadn't been released yeah the next year I think was the Dark Knight Rises. Oh yeah 2012. Which is you know a bit of a difference. Uh, but then we get the shitty music and then we see Mark Strong Sinestro for the first time.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> what, what to say what to say. We'll keep going you know we get shitty CGI killer as I said. Yeah, you know, it's. I think it's funny when they say like, the Green Lantern, the main power source. It's like powered by everyone's will in the universe. I think that'd be like a, a good e- renewable energy resource.
1: But they're all fucking dicks. How are any of these lanterns? Half of them are dickheads.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing I know about Green Lantern lore is that the Guardians, they're they're assholes. Oh, they're proper yeah. proper dicks
1: and then so then we get the training session, uh, session with Kilowog where he's basically he,
0: he calls it ring slinging 101 oh
1: yeah that which reminds me of uh, I was watching Doctor Strange the other day and they have the sling ring which allows them to teleport oh yeah and I'm like oh look too shitty <laughs> at least Doctor Strange looks good uh, so then you got the whole thing is like enemies won't play fair so he's like trying to help him up off the ground he fucking knocks him back down Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sinestro's just throwing shade at fucking uh hal just kind yeah. like this is the first human lantern, You are fucking shit mate
0: yeah
1: uh, and then he's like fight with me and then they have like a sword fight
0: yeah i thought that was kind of like part of the charm that could have been with this movie like goofy just with like whatever you imagine you can conjure up I think the best we get is a catapult at one point.
1: Yeah, like, that's, that's that was a big problem out of this movie. Was like, you can fucking think of anything. I'll get into some of them, more of them later. But they're just, like, the most generic. And I understand Hal is a basic American. He's not going to have this crazy fucking mindset. He's not watching anime and seeing fucking kaiju monsters like Kyle Rayner or somebody would.
0: Yeah.
1: But, like, they were just too basic. Like, oh, army man, gun, catapult, shield, sword fighter jets yeah. yeah it's very generic uh then we find then we see Hammond again the and he's like teaching a class yeah and then he's finally getting like mind reading powers i don't know how parallax has mind reading powers there's the power of fear
0: given the ability to read minds yeah and like part of his deal is that tim robbins his dad looks down upon him which i think is pretty harsh you know he's a college professor unless it's like a community college or something And he has like jaundice in his eyes. That's part of the fear taken over. So I have a big
1: problem with the next bit, which was when he's looking up the cells, when he starts to realize there's something wrong, he takes the cells and he puts it in a computer. So I've got like four year college course in fucking, I've done lots of stuff with microscopes. No microscope I've ever seen has worked like that, where you put a slide in and you get a 3D representation of the cells on what looked like Windows XP or something. Yeah. Like, it was so unbelievable. Like, of all the unbelievable shit, with space, Kilowog, all this shit, the thing I found most unbelievable was this fucking shitty microscope in a crappy little building.
0: (laughs) That's impressive. That's how bad this movie was. (laughs) That
1: that one little thing still sticks with me.
0: Yeah, his whole deal is just like, they could have given him something more to do, like, even like a... I'm not asking for much here, like a Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde thing, where he has like some kind of internal struggle with his fear taking over or whatever. But we don't really get; it. he just kind of gives into it.
1: Yeah. So previously in the movie, we'd had like Sinestro was going on, like Parallax has been free. Let me take some of my strongest warriors,
0: and we're gonna go fight Parallax. And we get a really, really quick scene. Yeah.
1: So first off, now I can understand why Hal, who's like this generic new to the ring. Basic bitch guy from America would use, like, guns and shit. But they go there, and they have big giant chains to try and hold the parallax down. Surely they can come up with something, like, A, that spreads it around more and would trap him better. And B, something that looks better. That's not just generic
0: chains. Uh, Yeah, it's just a joke. They immediately, um, all of them get killed except Mark Strong, and he just runs right back.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And then we get kind of get the the backstory when Sinestro comes back where they're like, one time we didn't think the power of will was running low. So we thought, let's try and use the power of fear. But one of the guardians of the galaxy, (laughs) he was like, no. So basically it's one of the guardians is Parallax and he gave into fear and he's using the power of fear. And Sinestro's like, maybe we should do that. Mm. And then there's a party scene. So what was this party about?
0: It was... Uh, let me come up with something. That, um, Blake Lively, she's going to become head of the Airbase company. Yeah, maybe that was it.
1: Oh, is it she saves the contract?
0: Saves the contract, yeah. Uh,
1: and then we get like, oh, Hal and
0: Hammond run into each other. And they're like a bit of grudge there. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, if they had rewritten it, even just a little bit, were like they're kind of friends... Because the only bit we get of them is when they're kids, and then this scene where they're grown up, it's like twenty years or whatever, and he seems to just Hammond seems to like really hate him or something.
1: And yeah, that's the parallax is like creating more hate in him is like amplifying his hate.
0: Yeah, just add more to it, like more to the characters.
1: Yeah, he's very one dimensional. He's very I'm angry. I'm, I'm like a nerd. I haven't got life as just, well as yeah, I wanted. He, he's
0: just like a put upon nerd, socially awkward and whatever.
1: Yeah, so then, he, like, as soon as the scene started, I'm like, yeah. and then the dad arrived. I was like, he's gonna try and kill him.
0: Yeah, try and kill Tim Robbins.
1: Yeah, so what happens is, like, oh, this is fucking
0: retarded. Well, he, he, like, he, makes a beer nozzle go up and hit the plane. The
1: propeller of the plane, the which starts in a spin. But then, here comes Hal as Green Lantern. And my fucking. So this is where I'm going on my rant.
0: Alright. Alright, I'll just sit back. Okay, so.
1: As said in the earlier in the movie, we had the Hot Wheels scene. So what he does is this helicopter is crashing. He puts a giant, like, roadster car around it. Now, instead of just catching the plane and gently dropping it using his powers, he decides, no, I'm going to turn it into a car... And then I'm going to create Hot Wheels ramps all around the shop where it's not just like a gentle Hot Wheel ramp into a single stop. He could have stopped that fucking thing straight away. There's no bullshit about that. He made giant Hot Wheels roads. And I was like, oh, I was getting angrier and angrier. I was like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> fuck off movie. <laughs> He's like, oh, like, oh, it is going flying and it's nearly hitting people. It's like, don't direct it towards people, you fucking cunt.
0: Yeah. I almost want to take back when I said I would have liked this movie, it was more goofy.
1: That was too fucking like so like there's cool goofy and there's oh that's hot wheels around the fucking shop. Yeah. Oh man, it's fucking pissed me off. I like my note here is like holy fuck that was dumb. And then it's so clearly Hal under the mask. Which I like they they reference that later. But it's so fucking obvious, like it barely covers like his cheekbone. Uh, and then we see... Oh, there's a notification. Oops. Uh, <laughs> and then we see... Parallax is kind of more infected, Hammond. And he's getting like a tumour-like face. He looks like he's becoming he, a... he
0: wouldn't look amiss in Battlefield Earth, maybe.
1: <laughs> he looks like your man who gets gigantism in that episode of The Simpsons.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. Yeah, his performance just degenerates into howling and screaming as the film goes on.
1: Oh, yeah, he becomes like a werewolf or some shit. It's just yeah. like, ah Uh... And then we get like, oh, so Taika Waititi figures it out. He's like, "Is that you?" He's like, "He's like, yeah, I've seen the fucking ring. I've seen the fucking spaceship.
0: I clearly yeah. know it's you, you gobshite. He also has like a line where he says like, "Hot Wheels, r- racetracks, really?" <laughs> fucking, he knows how
1: shit this movie is, <laughs> but it doesn't give him any props from me. So then we got, it's like Hal's got like, he's like, "Show me," and Hal's like, "Okay," and he's like puts on the ring he goes ah oh, sticks his arms out Y2J style <laughs> and it, nothing happens he's like Oh and he's like oh, i got to charge and I'm like you didn't need me to show me that scene like, you, you kind of do and you kind of don't oh, I'm, 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 you do need to show it being charged but you don't need to be shown charged in this sort of way
0: yeah I, I don't remember a damn thing from that
1: so like he's in like his room and he's like ah oh, it's, oh, it's, it's fucking not important I just got annoyed, at, but um, it kind of makes sense. Uh, and then he's like, Taika Waititi says, you're a superhero. Don't the superheroes always get the girl? Yeah, <laughs> and he flies yeah. off to Carol like Lively's house. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, within, like, 10 seconds, is like, is that you, Hal? And this is this is probably my favorite bit, just because it's what would fucking happen. It's like, I've seen you in real, I've seen you naked. Fucking you covered up your cheekbones, ain't gonna fucking not see me. And I'm like, yes, that's what would happen.
0: Yeah. And then we get more, oh, I, I like you, but afraid of commitment, I think I'm a failure. Yeah, again and again. And then we get Amanda Waller, we get
1: her backstory for the first time ever, and I yeah, don't fucking just,
0: care. Yeah, it's just like the Hector guy grabs her and it like reveals her past. And then there's like this really. This st- stupid bit where he, like he slams her into a window and it's like slapstick. She's stuck there. She stuck, there, so and, she stuck there with her face against the glass. <laughs> that whole scene.
1: Also, here's the problem I have. How does Hal know where to
0: fucking go? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He just appears. I thought you might have seen why he goes there. No, there, he just there's, there's he just
1: no... arrives. There's no like. Yeah, that's it. There's no thing outside like that would warn people. And Hal doesn't have... Maybe his ring tells
0: him. But I don't think the ring works like that. Yeah, I'm not sure. He just he just goes there. He
1: just arrives there. And I'm like...
0: And this, I miss a seed? Okay, this is happening now. Gotta, gotta, gotta get to the end. Gotta go, keep going. So
1: the senator's in there at the time. Uh, what's his name?
0: Tim Robbins. Tim Robbins. Sorry. But oh, there's <laughs> also a really good bit where like... Ryan Reynolds saves Amanda Water by taking her on a water slide out of the scene. Just goes down a tunnel. And just like, wee! And then we get...
1: Yeah, oh yeah. Fuck and then um,
0: Hector Hammond. He just like turns on some flamethrowers that just happen to be in the underground base and just like barbecues Tim Robbins.
1: Yeah, but not even before that. Fucking Ryan Reynolds, Hal Jordan, he creates his own flamethrower.
0: Green flame.
1: No, no, no. the flame wasn't green. The flame oh. was a normal flame. So this is what I'm confused by. Did he just...
0: Come, come again, it was a normal flame?
1: It was a normal flame out of a green flamethrower. How okay. does that work? Okay. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. It happens the same later on with the, when he creates the the rockets, not the rockets, the jet fighting planes. Mm. I'm like, "So can he create fire as well? Or does he like create mm. what's needed to create fire?" Does he have so much energy? It makes no sense. It makes no sense to me. Yeah.
0: And then like Hector creates like a tornado of glass and throws it at Ryan Reynolds but then he just flame throws it away and just throws it I he mean, just goes like more unbearable howling and then they have a moment where he's just like Hector, just like oh you and I are the same we're both failures <sighs> just another and cliche then we've, villain bit
1: and we even more cliche we find that Parallax wants to consume the earth and all its fear and then I just instantly start thinking of like Rise of the Silver Surfer and like Colossus oh yeah and I'm like, oh and he even kinda looks like the shadowy colossus at the end.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, the last half hour of this movie is just when I clucked out.
1: And then we get the whole thing as like, Why did the ring choose me? The ring is supposed to choose somebody with no fear. I have fear. And then Blake Lively's like, It didn't choose you because you have no fear. It choose you because
0: of your ability to overcome fear. Yeah. Courage, you just gotta say.
1: They had to say fear 17 million fucking times. <laughs> and then we're like, we cut to Oh, and Sinestros created the yellow ring of fear to harness the fear. And then Hal like flies away. So Hal flies off into space. But he, he's not surrounded by like the green energy of thing. So how is he able to breathe? So it's very clear in the first thing where he's dragged away. Because in the comics, I remember they kind of create like an air vacuum. Like an air, not air, yeah, like an air seal, a pocket of air. How is Hal not fucking dead? He doesn't have a mask on. There's no air in space. He should be fucking dead.
0: I, I can't disagree.
1: And then like he arrives on Owen. and he's like, "You are fucking idiots, you bleeding guardians. You're giving into fear already. You're a fucking load of bitch." And then he's like, "Give me some people. I'm gonna help protect my Earth. You're just gonna sacrifice it." And they're like, no. And it's like, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go protect my art anyway. And it's just like.
0: Blake Lively is then captured so she can be the damsel in distress for the third act.
1: Yeah. Hector has her. Oh, yeah. Hector. I mean, yeah.
0: He wants to like turn her into a battlefield art creature like him.
1: Yeah. Maybe then she'll love him. That's his whole MO, isn't it? Yeah, it's just garbage. And then he's like, Ryan Reynolds appears like, here, I'll give you the ring. You can be like me if you just give her her, give me her. He's got like literally a needle like up to her. Like she's, she's, flo- no, she's not floating at the stage, is she?
0: Yeah, she's just like floating up around. With a fucking
1: needle like right beside her neck. So Hal gives her the ring, gives him the ring and he gets a little bit of power for a second to kind of give him some false hope. And he tries to blast Hal.
0: What a backfire.
1: He's like, it doesn't work like that. The rig chose me.
0: Parallax shows up and just like, you failed me, you one-dimensional character, you. And he just kills him. <laughs> yeah, like, Parallax is like, fuck you, Hammond. You're just awful. And then, this is a strange bit, Blake Lively fires the rockets at Parallax. And then he just goes like, oh. And then there's, like, quick cuts to Parallax attacking the city, killing loads of people.
1: I've said this before to you. How? So he's made of gas. Or at least most of him is gas. How does a rocket hurt him?
0: Well, who knows, man?
1: How does a rocket hurt him? It doesn't make any fucking... Oh,
0: just whatever.
1: You gotta have a... They had to have a callback to the fucking drones from the start. That's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, I suppose. She was a pilot as well. So she... Yeah, that's another thing. She's supposed to be this badass pilot. We don't see her fucking fly a plane
0: once in this movie. Well, at the very start, she's there. She's the one flying with Ryan Reynolds.
1: Yeah, but for, like, a second, like, you should have had her, like, do some badass. Like, like this movie has fighter pilots and shit. There should have been, like, them flying around the city attacking Parallax or something.
0: Yeah, that would have been much better. But instead we get Depth of a Puddle.
1: Yeah. And then, so Hal is losing in his battle. And he's like, oh. But then he's like, if I recite the oath, then I'll win.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's odd. Oh,
1: and then he just. He starts creating all his fucking dumb, stupid things in his fight with Parallax. We've got Parallax fires energy ball, catches it with a catapult and fires it back.
0: Oh, yeah, that's the schlock.
1: He creates, like, springs at one stage. He creates anti-air, like, missile things that you would see in, like, World War Two, mm. Like, anti-air things. He's got a flying drill, I think, at one stage.
0: Any of this doing a free Shane?
1: No. <sighs> and then he goes off into space, and then I think this. Maybe it wasn't the first time he went to space. Maybe it was this time where it was the lack of mass anything in space.
0: Uh, I'll give this credit as well. This was also set up by the pig man.
1: Oh, yeah. Kilowog was like. He creates a sun at one stage to say, oh, there's something about gravity, and the sun's going to drag you towards it.
0: Yeah, the bigger you are.
1: It's like. it's the most typical it's like in every Marvel movie me and my brother were talking about this the other day where I'd say 90% of the Marvel movies give away what's gonna fucking win in the end so it's like when uh, the arc reactor kills um, in the first Iron Man movie which is used to kill Jeff Bridges it's like in Doctor Strange when he creates the time loop by accident and he uses that to beat Dormammu that sort of shtick in this mm-hmm. one it's oh Kilowog shows him by the sun now this is I've got a problem with this so he, he basically teases Parallax into coming towards the sun because the sun has a gravimetrical pull which will pull them into the sun. First off, Hal should not be able to survive being that close to the sun unless the suit has. Again, it must be the suit keeping him alive, but his
0: face isn't covered by the suit. So, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. but let's just get it done.
1: So, like he's being dragged towards, and he kind of tricks He like jukes out of the way, nearly.
0: Yeah.
1: And then he's trying to get away. So this is my big problem, and he creates two fighter jets using his his ring to pull him away from the fucking uh what do you call it the sun? Yeah. Why didn't he just use the ring? Why didn't he just fly like he did earlier? A, A his ring has been proven faster than a fighter jet. B, I don't know how flames can be created in space when when there's a vacuum. I'm not a, I'm not like a fucking uh rocket scientist. But I don't understand that shit.
0: Well, it was dramatic. B, they've already said that
1: these planes don't work about 60,000 feet above ground.
0: Hmm. Well, they're powered by his will. Oh, fuck off. And then he does, like, the dramatic thing where, like, he removes one strap. One green strap from his shoulder. Then the other. And then he defeats Parallax, who goes into the sun. And then
1: conveniently Sinestro saves
0: him. And Kilowog. Yeah. It's like, yay... Hundreds of people have been killed. It's all good. (laughs) Hal's still alive. Hell yeah. Uh, And
1: then... So, like, I was thinking, like, I get burnt in Spain. Like, in 30 degrees. I know I'm Irish and he's from (laughs) flicking California or something. But, like, he's that close to the bleeding sun. How is his face not melted? It's not covered by anything. I've already proven that he doesn't have got this big air bubble around him. What the fuck is this bullshit?
0: Yeah, if you didn't get by your description this last half hour was pretty unbearable.
1: Oh. And then like, Sinestro does a complete like, 180 on Hal. He's like, actually, she... you saved people.
0: you by good your, now. All, all by yourself when I thought you couldn't. So, I'll have an end of credit scene. Rai will become the villain in the oh, sequel. We'll get
1: to that in a minute. So like, he's like, he does the 180 and he's like, at the start he was like, "You, you should never have be been chosen by my master. And then at the end he's like, Oh, I saw, oh, I see when my master chose you. And I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up, Senestro. And then, oh, there's like the typical Carol shit. And I just write Carol has zero character. And then we get like, oh, the ending is just, it's, oh, he just flies into space. <laughs> Why? Because
0: he's got a job to do.
1: He fucking flies off, it's never heard from again. You're not getting a sequel, mate. <laughs>
0: Rightfully so.
1: <laughs> they tried to set it up. Like, so we get the post-credit scene you were talking about where it's like Sinestro with the yellow ring of fear. So, this is where I've got a fucking huge problem. They just proved the power of will. Fucking Hal Jordan by himself proved the power of will when he beat the giant fear monster. And now Sinestro, who was proud of Hal, is fucking just like using the ring when he's just been proven. That fucking will is better than fear. Who else? It doesn't make any sense.
0: Who else but Sinestro? <sighs>
1: it doesn't make sense. Like, if they had done it, maybe, where he put on the ring before Hal beat the guy. But it just seems like he put it on
0: afterwards.
1: Mm. It makes no fucking sense. I have no mm. idea.
0: I'll say this much, even though Ryan rounds became a superhero, he still needs years of therapy. Because oh. his dad has truly messed him up.
1: He's got the fucking mental age of a 15-year-old now, not a
0: 12-year-old. I guess that's who will be watching the film. But really, for us, it's no good. I'm a big DC fanboy.
1: And I fucking hate this shit.
0: And I like Batman v Superman.
1: <laughs> D- don't say that so long. I, li- I like Batman v Superman. So this was supposed to be... Like, the kick-off point for not only Green Lantern sequels, which we saw set up in the post credit scene, but also the first DC cinematic universe. Yeah, that's an odd
0: choice, to go with Green Lantern to set all this up. Well, it's a weird choice, because they chose Iron Man to start off the Marvel one. And they're both kind of... I suppose, yeah, with the whole, like, oh, this is the first time we've encountered aliens. That'd be a good way to introduce. And you're of a guy, a little bit of a cocky... Cocky, arrogant guy, man-child.
1: Yeah. I can understand why they did it. But realistically, like Marvel only did that because they didn't have the rights to Spider-Man or half the people to start. Whereas like if you're. They did what they should have in the end, which they should have started off with the Superman movie. Problem is when they did do a Man of Steel. It's not Superman. I enjoy I like Man of
0: Steel, but it's it's not really a Superman movie. Yeah, opinion on that is mixed. I haven't seen it myself. You haven't seen Man of Steel? No. It's like. Oh, I know all about it pretty much.
1: Yeah. It's a weird one. It's weird, DC, like, all these movies since, like, The Dark Knight Rises, Wonder Woman's been really the only good one.
0: Yeah. Can I pitch to you my horror film that I came up with on researching Green Lantern? Yeah, go on. So, as part of the marketing, they came up, or renamed, or made some roller coasters to tie in with the film, and this film was in development since 1997, so what if the roller coaster took as long to ride as Green Lantern was in development?
1: Jesus Christ, how would you make this movie in like 97, like it was bad enough with 2011 CGI, yeah. maybe they would have given them like an actual
0: suit, yeah it's just um, for, to be so long in development and it just turns out like this, you know,
1: yeah it's not good, so this movie, 200 million budget, 219 million brought in worldwide, it's a loss probably with all the advertising because you said all the roller coasters and everything, mm so like it's probably it's got 20 for 6% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got 45% from an audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, oh, I, I I don't mean, believe in the American. <laughs> it's mainly American people who go see this shit
0: or who like yeah. write reviews. But... Maybe they saw something we didn't, I don't know.
1: All right, so uh, here's my thing. I can you name how many human green lanterns can you name?
0: Oh, I think I can do all right. You were telling me earlier. Um, Oh, uh, Kyle Rayner. Yeah. Hal Jordan. Yeah. Oh, the, um, John. John. John.
1: Former kind of talk show host in America. Daily show.
0: Oh, John Stewart. John Stewart.
1: There's more. Oh, yeah. So you got the first everyone, which is Alan Scott. So he didn't even go to Oa. And then they retconned them in New 52 and now he's gay. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I didn't know there was one before, Hal Jordan. Yeah, uh, there's Guy Gardner, who was in between Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. He's kind of like redhead, another angry army kind of guy. He's actually doing a red lantern at the moment. Uh, and then the new ones that came out recently from about end of New 52, start of... Uh,
0: Rebirth, you've got simon baz and jessica cruz and, and this is all like good material like for like films or tv series or whatever right
1: yeah like a lot of this stuff like i think if they do because like they were talking about if they're doing a green lantern movie for
0: aren't they doing one for like 2020
1: they said so and then probably be like the green lantern Corps. so it's going to be like a buddy cop movie
0: oh, that'd be okay I
1: like, that'd be all right you get some like and like uh Jordan, John Stewart, maybe some Kyle Raynards, different people playing around. Yeah,
0: just mostly do everything that wasn't in this movie.
1: Yeah, and you've got all the rings. Like, so my my knowledge of this comes from Blackest Night, but also from the Lego Batman Three video game because yeah. a lot of that's to do with like the different rings of like like Larf Larf Freeze with the orange ring where he's like all about greed, red rage. That also is in Unjustice games.
0: I know there's like a cat one, a cat lantern.
1: Oh, Dexter. Dexter is my favorite Lantern. So he's a Red Rage uh, Lantern. But his whole thing is based off of, like, a really cruel backstory. I've read that, like, comic uh, backstory bit. And he's just treated like shit. His owner dies, and he's treated like shit, and he, like, wants revenge for his, like...
0: Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that and something, though.
1: Get him in the fucking Green Lantern. He was a great character. And there's loads, like, there's famous cases, like, in in the Blackest Night case, all the Lanterns are dying and whatnot. So, they split up their rings uh, to, like, other people in the DC Comic Universe to try and defeat the Blackest Knight, which is basically zombies. Oh, yeah, so, like, that, yeah. uh, you get Barry Allen gets a Blue Lantern ring, which is about hope. Uh, my favorite one is Scarecrow gets a Yellow Fear ring. Oh,
0: yeah, I do remember that from
1: the review I watched. That's pretty cool. And then they give uh, Lex Luthor an orange greed ring.
0: So, there's some good shit in there. Yeah. But, like, none of this is in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's there's no way to recommend it, even, like, for for laughs. You can't.
1: No, because it's not, like, it's not entertainingly bad. It's just kind of frustrating. Like, even if you, like... So, like, even if you don't know DC Comics, and you're just, like, a general viewer of this, the problem is, it's just not interesting. It's like, you could watch any Marvel movie, it'd be better. You could watch the X-Men movies, you could watch fucking Batman. Nearly every movie I've seen is... Even if it fails miserably, at least it's more interesting than this. So, like, I think I hate Amazing Spider-Man more because it does some things that are fucking stupid. But the movie, you can at least laugh at it. Because you've got over-the-top Electro with his weird EDM battle in the Tesla coils.
0: And the electric eels. And
1: the electric eels. Uh, You've got over-the-top snaggly looking uh, Dane DeHaan yeah but like unless you're gonna be watching Catwoman or like Electra, there's not much shit. like even Daredevil's way better than
0: this <laughs> Daredevil's funny yeah it's just like it's just like a bunch of scenes that don't add to hardly anything and it's not like it's visually appealing either no anytime it goes into space my brain just sh- shuts it shuts it shuts it off get it away from me yeah
1: so like you can't I can't recommend this movie to anybody not even yeah.
0: DC fans. I don't it doesn't matter how casually you could watch a film, you just not Green Lantern.
1: Yeah, go watch
0: Doom. We watched Doom the other day. Watch that instead. Yeah, watch the bit where it's just from point of view like in the video games.
1: Oh, that's the best in
0: fucking movie.
1: Yeah. All right, so that's our review of Green Lantern. If you like this podcast, give us a rating, follow us on Twitter, give us any sort of feedback. Um, and you know, just help us out of it. Uh, and you know, you have anything to say, Adam?
0: Yeah. Thanks for listening.
1: <laughs> and until next time, bye bye.
0: Bye bye.